0: If you want to watch the game that we're playing this week, you can see the video version of the podcast at ericandkelby.com. Thanks for listening to the Personal History of Games. I'm your host, Eric Kanius. While creating this podcast, I did a few test recordings with friends, and I'd be remiss if I didn't share the stories they were so charmingly open with. This is a conversation with my friend Amy. When she's not busy acting or playing Star Wars-based tabletop RPGs, you can find her playing Animal Crossing by herself off in the corner. We play some Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins for the Game Boy as we chat. Here's that conversation. Amy, how you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you?
0: I'm good. What game did you bring here today?
1: Uh, I brought Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins. It's a game I've played since before I can remember.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard of this game before. What?
1: Are you kidding me? I've never
0: heard of this game before. Have
1: you heard of the first Mario Land for the Game Boy?
0: (gasps) No, I've never heard of these games before. (gasps) I played like two minutes to make sure the emulator worked. Yeah. But yeah, it's completely new to me.
1: Like, they're pretty different from the other Mario games. Like, you got the Fire Flower and stuff. But all the music is totally different from the rest Mm. of the Mario series. It's done by the same guy who... Did the Animal Crossing series? Whoa. I only found out recently, but his music is all very catchy. But you don't hear it ever again in like other Mario games. Maybe mm-hmm. in like Ooh. Mario Paint or something. Can I grab the shell?
0: So when did you you play this game? Since before you remembered, were you a big Game Boy player then?
1: Yeah, I was born in July of 1989, and July of 1989 <laughs> is when it was released Whoa. in uh, North America. Oh, turtle level
0: fate. Yeah, I've never really played a Game Boy, I had a little bit of a, co- I had a Game Boy Color, but I didn't play much other than Pokemon. Um, so this is all brand new and very strange to me. I just didn't expect the the variety of gameplay and sound in this.
1: I don't know, it's just handheld, like, the Nintendo Game Boy was the game I had most consistently. Like, I had an NES when I was little, but because we were poor, <laughs> I was not able to have, like, more than one game system at once, except for the Game Boy. And so it's what I played from, like, as soon as I could hold and comprehend games <laughs> to now. Like, I was still playing Game Boy Color until I got a DS Lite when I was, like, 18 or 19.
0: Wow. Um, so yeah, you're like, a big fan of handhelds. Uh, yeah. Was it to a hideaway in the corner?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, very comforting to have a little <laughs> thing that you can play, like, under the covers
0: yeah, it's like your own personal entertainment device.
1: And like when um, everybody else is watching TV, you can just have your game going.
0: Exactly. It's a very, especially back then, is very private, uh, personal, one-on-one interaction between you and yeah. your thing, and no one could watch because you could barely see the screen yeah. anyways.
1: <laughs> Unless you had like the little attachment yeah, that the had the, light, lit, on the light on it. Yep. <laughs> there was no backlit in my day. <laughs> it's
0: the original e-book.
1: Like, the Game Boy is the only system I ever had more than one game at a time. <laughs> Maybe the NES I had, like, Mario and Duck Hunt, and then Mario 3. I think those were, like, the only games I owned. The mm-hmm. rest we just rented. Yep. But, like, down the street when I was growing up, we had a little, not like 7-Eleven, but, like, a little independent yeah. corner store. And upstairs there was this, like, very wood-paneled wall area that had games and movies to rent. Cool. And so we could just walk down the street and rent games for cheap until Blockbuster opened and
0: yeah, ruined all we had that. had to go to Blockbuster. <laughs>
1: That's
0: handy, though. Uh, was there any games you rented multiple times?
1: Um, Like Tony Hawk Pro Skater for the Ooh, N64.
0: Good choice.
1: I was just like really into the music. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fair. I can't blame you.
1: Oh, wait. I wasn't into the music. I'd like, I was into the game and I would pause, I'd like mute the game and listen to the <laughs> Coyote Ugly soundtrack. <laughs> Instead of like the punk music from wow. the thing. And I was just like, I need to listen to Leanne Rhymes while they play <laughs> pro skater.
0: That is the first time I've heard anyone not listen to the Tony Hawk fran- or soundtrack and say it was influential to them.
1: It <laughs> I mean, was amazing. I mean, the music was like, okay, but. There's nothing. I just prefer, I was just coyote. really into the Coyote Ugly soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought that like in excess was good uh, skateboarding music? <laughs>
0: Who would have thunk? Yes, the two great tastes that taste great <laughs> together.
1: <laughs> but also you can like play Tony Hawk so much that like the music gets a little repetitive.
0: True. But, you know, it doesn't get repetitive. <laughs> the Coyote's the Ugly Soundtrack.
1: Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely interrace. That's wild.
0: Uh, so are you an only child? Yeah. Okay. So what what brought the games into the household?
1: I mean, my mom likes to play handheld games she played a lot of tetris and like dr mario and mm-hmm. stuff
0: dr mario that's the second time i've heard dr mario mentioned oh, really? mom. dr I mario am. is
1: very influential yeah. and tetris but like all these games i played a lot as a child but i didn't beat any of them until i was like 12 yes like i remember the night that i beat this game the very end of the game you have to beat like three different iterations of wario with like wario not bowser <laughs> wario in this game Uh, wario takes over mario's castle and you have to get it back from him cool um
0: mario has a castle
1: (laughs) but i could beat like two iterations of wario when i was little and then the night that i finally beat him i was so happy (laughs) because i think all the iterations of wario he's each one he uses one of mario's power-ups so like he'll have the fire flower okay then he'll have the flying power but there's also like wario faces flying at you and it's really bizarre
0: (laughs) I mean, the more I'm seeing this game, the more like it's just a little off in place from what you expect from a normal Mario game. It's like just you got a little Koobas. off,
1: yeah. There's, like, there are there the game
0: regular Koopas and the Goombas, yeah. But then it's like, here's a maze level and a giant statue of Mario. Mario has a castle. I mean, Usually, Mario's not the one who has the castle.
1: Why does Mario have a castle? Exactly,
0: nepotism. That's why. <laughs> Did you and your mom ever play games together, or was it just like you each had your own thing and
1: like, that's we'd, what brought them into the house? I think we'd like take turns, especially with. Uh, tetris <laughs> but I, we also had the nes mm-hmm. but i have a lot of memories of either like my cousin sleeping over or something and then before we went to church on sundays we'd like start playing mario and then because there's like no save feature we would just leave the tv on like leave the console <laughs> on turn the tv off go to church and then come back and play mario for the rest of the day
0: <laughs> that's not bad at least you're oh, I did that thing again you did
1: and all games are good for, like, if you're on a road trip and you're an only <laughs> child and have only your mom to talk to in the car. Oh,
0: no, that's totally fair. Just a million AA batteries. Man, you must have burned through so many batteries.
1: Yes. <laughs> I didn't burn as many batteries as, like, the rich kids who had the uh, Sega...
0: Game Gear. Game Gear. Yeah, that thing was brutal. I got
1: to play some Game Gear at daycare when I was little. Some kid Ooh. brought his Game Gear in. And it was just like the most amazing thing to have like a backlit screen with like full color graphics mm. playing Sonic. <laughs> it was like magic. We were all like we would turn off the light in the room and a bunch of kids would just like sit around the game gear. <laughs> I think it was plugged in cuz you could like have it plugged into right, the wall well.
0: power smart.
1: There was this one kid at daycare. He was like he had to be less than 8 years old but he was really into Final Fantasy <laughs> and I had no clue what it was but I had to like play pretend final fantasy with yes. them like make believe and all i knew was like moogles were cute white <laughs> things there was like a little white bear at a right. daycare and we used it as the moogles <laughs> i had no clue what was happening but like i just played along weird and i still haven't played like a real final fantasy game except for tactics when i was little
0: hey you not missing anything why are you playing all these games when you're little
1: i don't know i just like stopped when i got like internet <laughs> Yeah, I got like computer when I was sixteen and kind of stopped playing games for a bit. Like I had a PlayStation Two.
0: What were you doing on the computer then? Thought that would be downloading
1: great. music on uh, LimeWire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there, You had two paths.
1: Yeah, but then I got like a computer virus and my computer was out of commission for like two months. And then I restarted playing RPGs, mm. and that's how I kind of started getting into like Square Enix games.
0: What's your top Square Enix game? If it's not Final Fantasy, oh,
1: what is it? I think it's Square Enix, but it's, um ooh, I forgot what it's called. I started playing Kingdom Hearts at that time, too, and uh, never finished the first game. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, dang. What is it called? It's like, there's two paths you can take, and you're like a knight, but you don't get oh mm-hmm. uh, Radiata Knight, Radiata Stories. Uh.
2: Like, nobody's heard of this <laughs> game,
1: <laughs> but you're like a knight and you want to be a knight, and you're, you're a guy, and then there's this girl who's like the daughter of... Somebody at the palace, but they only have enough space for like one trainee knight, and of course she gets it. Uh, Of course. And so you have to be like, just kind of learn how to be a knight on your own and be a knight for hire rather than working for the castle. And there's like a world of like, uh, uh, like nature, like you can side with nature or side with the humans. Oh, weird. And then I got all the way to the end, but like, I sold the sword that I was supposed to use at the end. So I was just like, messed up. (laughs) I really want to get back to that game. I want to hook up my PlayStation 2.
0: Do you not finish a lot of games? i'm getting better <laughs> is there a reason for this do you not like finishing things
1: i do like finishing things but i like i'm like a very much a completionist now like if a game has achievements i need oh. to do it i've played played the first dishonored like three times and i've still got a few a few achievements to get but if like a game <laughs> has achievements like i'll play it and then i have no enjoyment anymore because i'm just like really stressed about getting all the achievements uh-huh.
0: <laughs> that's an interesting way do you find that in other Whoa. aspects of your life or just games
1: No, i like checking stuff off of lists so. mm-hmm.
0: okay that's fair that may, that adds up then
1: like i play a lot of harvest moon games mm-hmm. um and as soon as like all the goals are completed then i kind of lose interest yeah
0: how do you feel about those uh open make your own fun games like minecraft and that sort of thing
1: i i like terraria because it has goals (laughs) there's a lot of enemies that you have to beat it's more of a fighting minecraft right eh, i tried to get into minecraft it's not my thing i need goals to achieve
0: no i'm the same way like i don't like those games even as far as i don't like playing like harvest moon type games because they're too do your own thing i like story games that's just like do this thing from top to bottom and then you're done
1: yeah i like harvest moon because it's something i can do it's just like has repetitive tasks Mm -hmm. which is like kind of relaxing I yeah. like. I also like uh, having order in my life. If you I like- do stuff differently, then I tend to mess up. <laughs> so I just like. I like having routine. Yeah. And just like, if I play too much Harvest Moon, then I get bored. Mm-hmm. But like, just playing like a day or two every day is just like grounding to me. But like, I tried to get into uh, Breath of the Wild, and it's just like too much.
0: I felt the same way.
1: I got a little ways in, and then it's just like too much
0: yeah it's well for me it's just too open and the world is too empty
1: yeah like with all the older harvest moon games like there was a lot of stuff you could do but in the newer games they add so much stuff that it's just overwhelming right i found that with terraria as well because it was like when it first came out it was like manageable but then they kept adding more and more and more stuff like more decorations and then i kind of stopped playing after that (laughs) Yeah, then I like stopped playing games for the most part in university because I was too busy. Mm. I played like some more Harvard, or, um, Kingdom Hearts in like my first year or <laughs> second year of university.
0: Going back to that well.
1: Yeah, because I couldn't <laughs> beat Ursula. <laughs> 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 and then I realized you just have to swim really far away from her to, to avoid all the electricity. <laughs>
0: ah.
1: And then <laughs> I built a gaming computer Ooh. when I moved in with my boyfriend. What made you do a computer? i wanted to play because i started like hoarding games on a uh, steam ah, of course. like before i even had a computer that <laughs> could handle steam games. goals because like i never owned games when i was young and then i just like every steam sale back when steam sales were good <laughs> and you could <laughs> buy stuff for two dollars yeah i just like hoarded hundreds of games and i was like i need a p- computer to play
0: no it's totally like i feel like i'm in a very similar thing of we didn't have Many or any games when I was younger. A lot of renting. And then, yeah, now that we have our own money, it's I'm going to buy the things because yeah. I can. These are mine now. No one can take these away.
1: I think I wanted a, I wanted a PC so that I could start streaming.
0: Okay. Why streaming?
1: Because I thought it was fun. Okay. And then I streamed for like two years on and off. And then I stopped. Because <laughs> <laughs> I started getting roles and shows and like working really early in the morning. So, right. And then I just like... Stopped playing video games for a while, except for Harvest Moon <laughs> on handheld, <laughs> because like I couldn't even use my PlayStation because I felt guilt over not streaming.
0: Hmm, interesting. Because I feel like just from I don't stream and never really have, Um, but just from what I see of people that do do it a, a lot or professionally or whatever, it's just there, there's such a uh, expectation. Yeah, and like the expectation of doing it all the time and also never taking breaks
1: and like being entertaining the whole time. Like yeah, I. Had to use a lot of... I, like, drank a lot when I was streaming because it lowers your inhibitions and it, like, helps you talk. Yep. But I, like, ruined my skin. Oh. (laughs) And I just, like, stopped streaming when I realized I wasn't drinking anymore because I was, like, too afraid to talk without the crutch. Mm -hmm. Like, I wasn't a big streamer or anything. I had, like, a few people that would watch me every time. And so it was, like, nice to have those friendships. Yeah. Like, that consistent viewer base where like you have a personal connection with everybody
2: mm-hmm.
0: No, it's definitely something that streaming can bring but if it is at a detriment to everything yeah. else then
1: I was like I'm not drinking alone I'm drinking with yeah. my internet friends
0: <laughs> yeah it's just something it's a, a new uh, a whole new world and these things need to be figured out because you are with people yes yeah, so you're with people but not it's like you stop the stream and now you're just drunk by yourself yeah <laughs> Hey, folks, if you're enjoying this podcast, to Media has another new podcast I think you'll love. It's called Do We Like? And I co-host it along with my partner, Robin. Robin, do you want to explain the show?
2: Thanks, Eric. Hi, I'm Robin, co-host of Do We Like? A podcast where Eric and I debate common people, places, and things to decide if we like them or need to leave them. Join us each week as we debate controversial topics like pickles, underwear, bubble tea, and Queen Elizabeth I? Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or come find us at dobelike.com.
0: Are you playing games again? Are you still...
1: I'm starting. I'm like playing more Dishonored. I'm just like really into that game. <laughs> no, that's fine. Because, But I'm like very OCD about it because like I need to... Like if I'm spotted, I got to restart.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They're, in this one, It's they're like trying to be like hey if like something doesn't happen your way like maybe just continue playing and not like reloading right. and i'm like no <laughs> i need to get the ghost achievement. <laughs> i need to get the clean hands achievement where i don't kill anybody mm. but i am playing a lot of harvest moons <laughs> and just I mean, like going back to the older ones yeah
0: that's totally that's a totally fair way of playing these games that's what i find interesting about games is like you can watch a movie over and over but I mean, you're just filling two hours or an hour and a half of time, yeah. and it's the same thing every time. But with games, you can keep going back to them and doing things differently. Even if you do things the same, it's not going to end up the the same always. Yeah. And so I could see why that kind of adds up to doing playing the same game over and over. I was just like, there's a comfort there, but you still can be new. Yeah. Or you can do better. You, can, you can't watch a movie better. But you can do better in games if you feel like it. What is... <laughs> We didn't get to it at the start. You wrote this down here in the survey I <laughs> sent you. What is with avoiding the start screens of consoles?
1: Okay, like, Nintendo's not bad. It's just the word Nintendo comes down. Yes. Um, but there's, like, this documentary called, like, The Giant S or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's people who have logophobia. Oh. Where it's, like, logos just are, like, unsettling. But, yeah, I was just, like, super unsettled by the... Uh, Like, PlayStation 1 opening screen. Mm -hmm. And especially the PlayStation 2. It's also very creepy.
0: That was creepy. That one's fun. It's just,
1: like, creepy. But I would leave my television screen off and turn on the console. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And wait until I knew the starting screen was done. And the startup sound was done before Hmm. I turn on the TV. (laughs) Because it's just, like, not, like, "Ah," scary. But, like, unsettling. Mm -hmm. Creepy. Especially PlayStation 2. Because their entire starting menu before you like select the game yeah. is also creepy, and I had to just creepy. like bring myself to uh, look at the saved game things because all the saved games had their own individual little yeah images. Oh no! But I was like, I want to see the Crash Bandicoot <laughs> thing, <laughs> but I'm too afraid.
0: Huh? That's fascinating. Do you have it anywhere else other than games?
1: And like when I was little, like the uh, like the ending of The Simpsons where the person's like, uh huh, and the, like, at the end of kids' TV shows, just, like, the logo, yeah, logo the, the of... Yeah, the bumpers. Yeah.
0: Huh. That's interesting. I've never heard of that before. Oh, the
1: Deek logo. Where She's like, Deke. I was like, that's creepy. I hate it. It's just like a production company. Oh.
0: That's fascinating. I've never heard of that before. Have you met anyone I, else that has yes. this? Yes. <laughs> I
1: was, like, looking it up, and, like, have you heard of Petscop? No. It's, uh... I see you it's like tweet a, about it yeah, I yeah, have no like idea what you're talking about. about. It's a YouTube series about this like haunted video game or whatever that never existed. But the very first episode starts with the PlayStation 1 startup. Oh. And I was just like, already put off by it. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sure lots of other people are put off by the PlayStation 1 startup screen because they used it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> They're like, this game is PlayStation 1 era. And I'm like, I'm sure everybody else is afraid of the PlayStation 1 startup sound because what better way to open your horror <laughs> it's not it's not horror it's just like really unsettling yeah at this point but like they started off on like the perfect note with the scary huh. playstation one screen and the startup sound it's just like the combination of the sound and everything
0: hmm. sounds like it was built right for you all right so as a childhood handheld oh, wait do you have a switch
1: uh jonah does
0: ah do you like the switch modern like, handheld
1: so <laughs> so we have a switch I haven't played much of the Switch yet. I played a little bit of Breath of the Wild. You, and I played it in handheld mode. Yeah,
0: you'd think that would be like everything coming together finally for you. A handheld thing that is powerful enough to do anything. But they anything.
1: releasing the Switch Lite. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, that's what I want. <laughs> and everyone's like, but you can't play it on a TV screen. And I was like, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that's what, what you I want. want. <laughs> See, there is a market for that. People are complaining way too much about that. It was stupid.
1: I was just like, yes, this is... For me.
0: Is there a color switch you're looking for? Yellow. You're hoping for yellow?
1: Ever since I was little. Like I had the original Game Boy.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: then I, in like 1998 or 1999, when when Pokemon Yellow came out in North America, I got the the Pikachu edition.
0: I think that's the one I had.
1: I never had a Game Boy Advance though. And then I got my like rose gold ds light when i was, was like on sale <laughs> i got it on sale for like 100 bucks or something nice i remember the night that i got it <laughs> um
0: what are the details i don't hear the details of
1: i like was bowling with my friends and i was just like okay i gotta go buy <laughs> ds light now and like drove to walmart they didn't have it and drove to superstore and got like the last one for because it was like a limited edition sale for mm-hmm. 100 bucks or whatever but then a few years ago, <laughs> uh, when Animal Crossing New Leaf came out, mm-hmm. my boyfriend's parents bought it for me, but I did not own a 3DS. Oh, no. And so Jonah had to give me his. So I'd just been using his 3DS for a while. And then my friend got pregnant. She didn't announce it, but I like knew something was up because she was selling her Pikachu edition mm-hmm. for $300. So I got this like out of make Ooh. Pikachu edition Game Boy. So... Now I just need to like collect all the other Pikachu game boys. <laughs> and so I told Jonah, I was like, I need that yellow switch. And he's like, do you want me to paint Pikachu on it for you? And I was like, yes.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's adorable.
1: then I can have my collection. Yeah.
0: All right. So hand tells his kid, you didn't upgrade for some reason. I guess there's many uh, well, reasons. He, you...
1: Because I didn't have money.
0: Yes. No. Yeah. That's why I, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I roll back what I said, because I was in the same situation. I got a
1: PlayStation 1 and we had to give my we didn't even trade in my NES we gave my NES to my cousins who broke it and then I had to trade in my PlayStation 1 for uh, N64 and they only give you like $50 towards the new game so so, anyways but like the only game I ever had for N64 was Smash Brothers. My friend across the street borrowed it from me to like unlock the characters Uh and somehow glitched it out so you can only play as Mario (laughs) on one player. And to this day, I like still have it because I never traded in (laughs) to this day. If I want to play Smash Brothers on my N64, you can only play as Mario. On one player, and I just haven't fixed it. I think like you can reset oh, the game or whatever. Goodness.
0: That is the, I, you're, you're just telling the life of like a series of unfortunate events video game. Yeah, because edition. I
1: sucked at games when I was little <laughs> and had to get my friends to unlock Captain Falcon for me. That is
0: amazing. I've never heard.
1: And then, that is
0: what this podcast is all about: people, these stories like this. And then
1: when I went to university, I like had my PlayStation Two because mm-hmm. I bought a PlayStation. Like I got a PlayStation Two in high school or whatever, um, and my mom. She says she lent it. She lent my N64 to her friend's kid, and then at some point at the end of university, I was like, "I need, I need my N64 <laughs> back," <laughs> and so I had to take away this N64 from this child. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, they're in my way now.
0: Well, that would have been like twenty ten, twenty twelve. I don't know. Yeah, like
1: graduate. twenty twenty something.
0: Yeah, the late twenties, and you still have that N64. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I guess other than the NES, do you collect and the PlayStation? Are you collecting your consoles? You still have all the ones you were uh, ha- available like, to have.
1: Yeah, John, like my boyfriend has a lot of games that he had as a kid, or has like recollected them because mm-hmm. he, <laughs> their house got robbed a bunch when they were on vacation, so oh. like they'd have to replace consoles and stuff. But Jonah collects mostly like NES games and stuff, and he's got like the Sega. Genesis yeah and like the add-ons
0: oh <laughs> like the like CD CD you and like, all that cool yeah. do you ever play games with people it doesn't seem to you play games with a lot of other people
1: like I used to play games at other people's houses to play like SNES because I never had a SNES right and so I'd have to go play like Yoshi's story and stuff with mm-hmm. other people did I use people for their video games <laughs> maybe <laughs> I had a friend who I'd go over to play Sonic at <laughs> And, then, yeah, like, play with his Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got really busy with theater in and band and stuff in high school. Mm-hmm. Because that's my thing, man.
0: <laughs> no, that's fair.
1: And, like, that's why I kind of stopped uh, streaming. Because I started spending all my time doing musicals and plays and stuff. Yeah, doing
0: the things you want to do and need to do. And,
1: and I'm always like... If somebody would just hire me professionally, then, like, I wouldn't have to spend my free time on theater. I'd spend my working time on theater and spend my pre- free time on video games. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. It's the artist life of... i have barely playing games recently because I'm just constantly doing stuff, yeah. working my day job, and then going out and doing the video stuff I want to do. Yeah. And it's that struggle, man.
1: But there's many times where I'm like, I need to get ready for auditions, and then I just play for games because I... <laughs> rehearsing for auditions is really stressful for me yeah
0: so games are a part of a distraction um like uh, chilling out Procrastination. Thing. yeah
1: there was a show i did at the end of this one year where i took it very seriously it was a big role it was like my first leading role and nobody else once they realized <laughs> the child i had to work with was like not <laughs> going to be doing what she was supposed to be doing everyone just kind of gave up on the show i know and i was very stressed about it because i was like taking it very seriously yes. And after that, I was just like, I started playing Harvest Moon again I like racked up 200 hours in like a few months because I didn't go out. I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I just played Harvest Moon constantly. Mm-hmm. Story of seasons, actually. Uh, but it was just like a way to not think about stuff. Yeah.
0: And then it harkens back. It sounds like it harkens back to your handheld days throughout the years. Yeah. From what you mentioned in the survey.
1: And it was also like a way to play video games. I was like mostly playing handhelds because I was like avoiding my computer because I had not streamed in a while and I was like afraid to go back to streaming. Cause yeah. like it's kind of shitty to be like, hey, follow me and donate money to me. And now I'm going to disappear for three months mm-hmm. and then like come back and be like, hey, I'm back.
0: <laughs> I mean, there, yes, like we were saying, there is that expectation there. And there's a weird lack of expectation in that you are a human that has things outside happening outside of the stream. Yeah. And yeah, it's a very interesting balance because you do have to kind of self be your own boss sort of thing and do the work if people are, especially if people are paying. Yeah. Um, But there's still uh, a self-care, mental health stuff you need to do as well. (sighs)
1: So
0: any other stories that come to mind?
1: Apart from when I was little, it was just like not really a lot of two player games. It was just Mm -hmm. like passing off the controller on one player games or like versus mode in Tetris. Mm hmm. There's been a few relationships I've had where my boyfriends have gotten real mad because they can't beat me in Tetris. (laughs) Because I spent so much time as a kid, like, playing games alone. And then I just, like, destroy in Tetris and Mario Kart.
0: (laughs) Good, good. I mean, yes, it makes bad boyfriends mad. (laughs) That's weeding out the people you don't want to be with, so.
1: Man, when uh, Mario Kart 8 came out for, like, I was playing on the Wii U, mm-hmm. but it was like so good to play against real people and not have them be around you for real. <laughs> because I could play like Online. battle mode against people and not have to deal with yeah the uh, huh. attitude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, and there's no voice chat on yeah. Nintendo consoles because they're not great at that.
1: Well, they just don't want people. Uh, I mean, yeah, if it creates a situation on on where
0: yes, that is fair.
1: <laughs> Even on um, I I play a lot of animal crossing pocket camp on my phone mm-hmm. i say play it's just like yes i played that for fishing. a while
0: too and then i had to stop because it was just it was too boring
1: I've, I've put a lot of money into it oh no <laughs> <laughs> because i like i like decorating my little campsite and having mm-hmm. my little animal friends <laughs> <laughs> oh and then i like, like i definitely need a second switch because joan and i are both going to be playing animal crossing the ah, of course yes, yes yes like uh when i when we first played um I never played Animal Crossing as a kid because I never had a Game Boy Advance or a GameCube.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the first, my first experience was like the Wii version, but I was playing with Jonah. And so I thought Animal Crossing was really boring because by the time like I got to it, he <laughs> had played already that day. Right. So there was like no fossils to dig out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there was nothing else to do. So I was like, yes. Animal Crossing is boring <laughs> until I got that copy from his parents. And then I was like addicted. And then he was the one who didn't play... New Leaf as much when he got his own copy, mm-hmm. so now maybe because we can actually play together
0: right. in
1: the one that's coming out next year. Like maybe that'll be that'd be fun. It's like we used to stay up until like five a.m. when we first started playing Terraria because, uh, like, you can play together, yeah. and fight monsters together, and that was like a really good, a good couple game, yeah. But it's nice. also very like monotonous and like mining. So,
0: mm-hmm. so with online games, was there ever any interest in? Playing them more without voice chat, just like to play with other people. I oh. played
1: a lot of Mass Effect multiplayer because ah. mostly it's like it was like a dead game by the time I played it. But there's still like enough right. of an audience to like be able to make matches. Mm-hmm. And it was cooperative. So,
0: OK, I didn't know it was cooperative.
1: Yeah, you're like fighting waves of enemies. OK, the wave based stuff. Cool. And like I kind of had a bit of a community from streaming Mass Effect on Twitch, right. which was like the main game I played on Twitch. And so I'd have people who would, like, carry me.
0: <laughs> They'd be like,
1: come play a platinum match. And I'm like, I suck, though. And they're like, it's okay. We'll get you lots of points.
0: Yeah, it's nice to hear. Just different experiences with that and solo, playing solo games yeah. all the time. That's a totally valid way of playing games. And that's what this thing is all about. And I appreciate you sharing these stories. <laughs> we'll start to wrap up and maybe you'll beat the boss this time. Maybe we'll.
1: But yeah, I would like talking about video games of my boyfriend because he's got two brothers and a sister. Mm-hmm. And I'm an only child. It's just like how different an experience I've had. Yeah. Because it's like, I need something to do with my time because I'm all alone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, and like,
1: I hmm. I like spent a lot of time alone as a kid, like especially after my grandparents died because like I had a lot of alone time because like it was just me and my mom after my grandparents died. Mm-hmm. So I just needed to do something.
0: <laughs> yeah. And games were there for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to like come up with a... Uh, a uh, after school special ending for these things but they it's all right. <laughs> they always seem to work out that way for each different person's experiences but this is what I like to hear and I appreciate you uh, sharing those stories and thank you for coming on the show um, is there anything you'd like to promote streaming or not?
1: <laughs> um, I might stream again just like my online handle is chickpea plays and my friends and I have a Star Wars actual play podcast called Empire Wreckers
0: Ooh. it's a play on
1: the movie Empire Records.
0: <laughs> oh, I never got that.
1: Really? <laughs> our like season one art was like exactly the the like box art from the DVD, the poster art. Oh. <laughs> but like with the Star Wars characters. But we like did three <laughs> seasons with our first set of characters and now we're on the second trilogy Ooh. where we're playing. Like in the first season we were, we, we we wrecked the Empire and now we're a little less morally sound characters.
0: <laughs> Interesting, except
1: for one like the girl who played like the least morally sound person in the first uh series, mm-hmm. uh, is now playing like a good girl. And I was like, well, I thought we were all bad guys this time. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you need
0: balance, you need that uh contrast, everything is balanced. You need contrast to make it more interesting. Where can people find that?
1: Uh, is it on iTunes? Just like look up Empire records it's on iTunes, it's on the
0: places it needs to be. Oh, podcasts. it's on a bunch of
1: things like Google and whatever cool
0: it's on itunes yeah thank you for coming on the show and sharing this wild game and sharing these stories with me and us i do appreciate it and that is another episode of the personal history of games thanks everyone for listening or watching bye (laughs) 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 you can hear more of the personal history of games on spotify apple podcasts google play or wherever else you listen to podcasts If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us out, please leave us a rating and review. For updates, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at phogpod, or check out our website at personalhog.com. The show is hosted and produced by Eric Canius, executive produced by Robin Lance. Do We Like is brought to you by Beamed Media, a Canadian podcast network.